Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Of manslaughter after shooting two others. I'm Luke Lukert. The Pentagon again rejects D.C.'s request for help with migrants being bused here from Texas and Arizona. COVID and monkeypox, how UMD College Park plans to handle them this fall. I'm Michelle Bash. Good morning and welcome in. It's now 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. Former President Trump's lawyers are asking a judge to appoint a third party to review documents seized at Mar-a-Lago before Justice Department officials can go over them. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. Trump's legal team is now trying to stop the FBI's review of what it took, claiming it's covered by executive privilege. Many legal experts say that's a specious claim likely to fail. CBS News legal contributor Keir Dougal says it may be too late. We're now two weeks in. Uh, presumably the government's been looking at these documents for the entire time. Two lawmakers from the same party are pitted against each other in today's primary in New York. CBS's Scott McFarland. After a messy and lengthy fight over redistricting here in New York, two powerful veteran U.S. House Democrats, Judiciary Chair Jerry Nadler and Oversight Chair Carolyn Maloney must run against each other. In Florida, Democrats Democrats choose their nominees to run against Governor Ron DeSantis and Senator Marco Rubio. In Texas, people like Alan Thompson in eastern Dallas are taking in the breadth of the damage from the nearly foot of rain that fell in just 24 hours. I've been here 13 years, and this is by far by far the worst is ever flooded. CBS meteorologist David Parkinson says the system is moving east now. It's portions of northern Louisiana and western Mississippi that are likely to be seeing the most heavy and flooding rain. Investigators in Georgia are looking for a motive in what they say was a targeted shooting spree that forced a lockdown in Atlanta. Correspondent Jim Crisula reports. Police are trying to figure out why a woman fatally shot two people and wounded a third at two different locations in Atlanta's Midtown area. The shooting spree started at a condo complex. I've been in this building for 18 years. Definitely the worst day ever for this building. Police say an extensive camera network helped them locate the suspect at the airport. A new poll from the University of Chicago and the AP finds 71% of Americans believe gun laws should be stricter. That includes about half of Republicans, the vast majority of Democrats, and a majority of people who live in gun-owning households. In the midst of an opioid crisis, one state will not be setting up sites for drug users. CBS's Steve Kathan explains. California Governor Gavin Newsom has vetoed a bill that would have allowed opioid users in L.A., San Francisco, and Oakland to legally inject drugs at supervised sites. He says it would have brought a world of unintended consequences. Supporters said the bill would have prevented drug overdoses. Dow down 22. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 10.03. Welcome into August 23rd, 2022. We're at 75 degrees now, and it's partly cloudy as we get into the upper 80s. Sunny day ahead. 
Good morning. I'm Deborah Feinstein. And I'm Nick Ionelli. The top local stories we're following this hour. There are questions about how a counselor remained employed by a local school system despite being arrested for soliciting prostitution from a minor. Police say they did try to warn school officials about it. Three emails were sent to former Fairfax County Superintendent Scott Brayran to tell him a middle school counselor had been arrested and charged of soliciting prostitution from a minor in November 2020. But Chesterfield County Police tell WTOP that they realized Monday that all of them were sent to faulty email addresses. Police say they called the school system to tell them about the counselor's more recent June arrest and that there have been follow-up conversations between police and Fairfax County Schools Safety and Security Director. Darren Thornton, a former counselor at Glasgow Middle School, has been fired and the county has launched an independent review of the matter. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Now, Fairfax County Superintendent Michelle Reed says the school system is investigating. More details will be released later today about the arrest of a man Fairfax police say committed a sex assault in a home in Reston. Police are now working to bring charges against a man accused of breaking into a woman's apartment Sunday night and sexually assaulting her. It happened over on Lovedale Lane, just off South Lakes Drive. Police say the victim woke up to a man standing in her home. He threatened her with a knife moments before the assault. She has since been treated for her injuries. As investigators work to gather evidence, officials say they plan to, quote, hold him accountable for this heinous crime. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A teenager in Fairfax County has been found guilty of two counts of manslaughter for killing two other teens at a Springfield house last year. The victim's families were distraught that he was not convicted of harsher charges. Zachary Burghardt also faced two murder charges for those he was found not guilty. The mother of one of the victims collapsed in the courtroom, according to our news partners at NBC4. Another family collapsed later in apparent shock. Burghardt took the stand last week saying he acted in self-defense and that the two victims, Urshin Eleazar and Calvin Van Pelt, had just beat up his friend and he thought they were armed. During victim impact statements, Urshin's father said the pain will never go away and he didn't deserve to die. The jury will now determine a sentence. Prosecutors are asking for a maximum of 20 years. Defense attorneys are asking for leniency. Luke Luger, WTOP News. The Pentagon has again turned down the district's request for logistical support from the D.C. National Guard. Mayor Muriel Bowser wanted the guardsmen to help the city handle the influx of migrants that were being bused to the city by governors of Arizona and Texas. Bowser first asked for the guardsmen about a month ago, but the Pentagon said her request was too open-ended. This time, she resubmitted the request asking for a 90-day deployment of guardsmen, but the Pentagon again said no. Defense Department officials claim the Guard doesn't have the skills needed for this mission. Last night on Twitter, the mayor said she'll continue with planning to ensure the migrants are welcome to the city as they make their way to their final destinations. An update now on the recount of ballots in the Democratic primary for Montgomery County Executive. Late last night, the election board said challenger David Blair had gained 10 votes. Incumbent Mark Elrich had gained seven. That means Elrich now leads Blair by just 32 votes. Today, an audit of mail-in ballots will be conducted, and officials say the recount should be certified tomorrow. Stick around, traffic and weather next, and then some local universities and how they're handling highly contagious viruses. 10.07. Here's Diana Zeskoff the Senior Director for Government Health at LexisNexis Risk Solutions on the discussion optimizing your agency's digital door to drive both security and equity. Sponsored by LexisNexis Risk Solutions. 
When I think about the agencies that we support, typically, you know, we're working with government agencies who are serving underserved populations. So that notion of access and equity is super important. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search LexisNexis Risk Solutions. Did you know that LexisNexis Risk Solutions has helped stop over 780 million cyber attacks? Assisted the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children in finding 800 missing children? Worked with the government to stop over $1 billion in fraud and improper payments? We help agencies achieve their missions to preserve program integrity, prevent fraud,